0: Like it, all this dun it, dun it, dun new dun it, dun stuff dun sitting around here man. I like this lounginess. I, don't know. I like
1: this. Wait till they see it. I here know. Dude, Boom. Right. I got a new chair man. This it's a whole nice. new world. Yeah, no stool here. I got a nice little comfy chair. I yeah. I like this. There might be a sofa next week. Hey. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So to, <laughs> welcome
0: to uh, Talking uh, 360 and today we're talking about the, the beginning of our journey. Yeah. So like for me, we are doing like you know a whole new build tank in my house, but like, you know, you guys have been watching this stuff for like a decade, right? I have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so like I, you know, get to see a little bit of a window into the method of the madness and like you know how all this stuff like really kinda comes together mm. and uh, Uh, you know, I think today also we're gonna have a little focus, you guys just probably hopefully watched a little bit of uh, how my first year went, focus on
1: Randy here. It was a 15 minute video and we premiered it like it was live, so there was people chatting in there and hanging out, but uh, hopefully you got to see that. And if you didn't, uh, the links are down below in the description, but you can go check it out after. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a journey of your first tank. It was oh, by the a way, good looking tank. Watching that premiere <laughs> thing, I thought it was
0: super cool and we got to hear like Rico's recent story from Rico's aquariums, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he had some uh, challenges that he believes with with the salt uh, uh, or, you know, a variety of different could could be different things, but a definitely tank. he was concerned about a salt change that he did and oh. uh, caused an issue in his tank. Uh, So, heart goes out to Rico, by the way. Uh, That is super, super hard to see anytime. But it's cool to see in the live, uh, you know, the premiere, like everybody kind of talking about, like, uh, you know, what's hot in reefing this week. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. So, uh, that was actually really cool. Uh, So, I don't know. Hopefully, we get some insight in the end of this one, though, about uh, the journey that we've been into, all the challenges that we've had. How
1: many challenges you had? Um, I mean, that first year was tough. (laughs) That first year was tough. uh, But, you know, there's, We learned a lot from our first years. I I learned a lot, and there's probably some advice that I would give those people who haven't even looked at a fish tank yet but might just be thinking about getting into saltwater, and I, I have different advice for those people and different advice for you if you're, like, 12 years or 12 months Plus, mm-hmm. uh, and still struggling or struggling. So uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've been struggling for 12 years. So uh, yeah,
1: if, you know, you just always learn something new. But in the first yeah.
0: year, man, it's like a critical, critical year uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Of, of what happened. So we'll talk about like what happened for both of us, and uh, we'll give some advice for those of you that are a little bit newer. Yeah. Some, uh, some, you know, I don't know, just some feedback uh, from my own experiences about if you're a little older in the in the hobby, uh, I've been around for you know three four or five years, yeah. still having, like, some hurdles to get over. I think there's some cool ways to get past it. So uh, at the end, all right, we're going to give a winner away, right uh, here. You know, it's a $600 That means you're going to get a $500 in reward points, somebody about there. Yeah, so uh, that will be cool really at the cool. end if you're a preferred reefer. But we'll hold that one to the end. One of the things I want to talk about, though, is each week I want to ask the community here if they'd prefer to keep this preferred reefer thing up. Or would they like to see us uh, do like a special giveaway each week with like that oh, hit that bell kind okay. of thing? So, so right
1: now, as it stands, we give away up to five hundred bucks. Whether it's a wish list that you have in your for preferred reefers, uh, if it's something you have in your wish list. Or if it's a recent order in the last 30 days, uh, whatever comes first, because I look at both on the same screen, and I'm like, oh, that one had an order, but nothing in the wish list, or that one has a wish list and no recent order. It's whatever's great. We can always change it up, right? Yeah, we have the opportunity to change it up. All right, so
0: uh, you know what? So these are the three things uh, uh, that I found, man, the first year. Right. Okay. If, if you make it past the first year, it was one of these three things that happened to you. <sighs> these things right? relate to me. I, <laughs> relate, I relate to them. <laughs> yeah, it is. Either you found somebody like brilliant in your life that just like handed you the keys to the kingdom and you were willing to say thank you and follow it. Yeah. Right. Had uh, the wisdom. Right. Mm. Or it was sheer willpower. Right? And And just, mm. like, I'm going to succeed at this at all costs. No matter what. No way will I fail because that's just what I do. Right? Okay. Yeah. That's
1: that's two for two for me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: because, like, reefing is is hard, man. And so if you don't have somebody that's going to tell you how to do it, man, like, uh, there's a sea of knowledge and it's, Mm. like, uh, pretty difficult to swim through. The next one is just get lucky. Right, I like three for three. mixed. Uh, yeah. You know, it just turns out I threw all these things in there, and it just Starts like growing. the perfect recipe. Yeah, somehow, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, it's a little bit of all those things, man. So we're gonna talk about those things, mm. and specifically, I'm just gonna talk about the first twelve months of it, right? right. Uh, because the twelve months is super critical, mm. and. After you make that in that 24 months, if you either, one of the things happens in 12 months, man, I had to start realizing the dream, Yeah, at least a piece of it, Like uh, and Something I move in on. my tank's growing. Yeah, yeah. like, ah, yeah. oh,
1: success. Not dying. That's what it tastes yeah. like.
0: Or... Like, uh, LG Fest, and uh, anybody else in your house is tired of looking at things, says, get it out of my house. You say, get it out of your own house. Right. Things are dying. It just isn't fun. It doesn't look like your... what you see on the on the
1: pictures in the forums.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, failure. Right. Right? So, and then you're done, right? So, <laughs> uh, you know, and I think the the mix of that is, is how hard this is, is how much you have of number one and, like, number two and three, right? The mix. If I have somebody in my, in my life that will tell me like how to do this, yeah. uh, i do not reliant on sheer willpower and luck mm. as much, right? Mm. If I don't, now it's sheer willpower and luck as much as possible.
1: And there's people that can be successful with either of those, both of those. Uh, none of those is kind of, I mean, sheer luck is kind of tough, but uh, if you don't, like... If I didn't have somebody, uh, a mentor, so like my first guy, I walked in, it was the first time I was ever exposed to saltwater tanks. Uh, I wanted freshwater, because I just got back from Germany. I was deployed there for about a year. Got back, and I was like, you know, my whole life, uh, my family, we've had uh, aquariums. My mom suffers from multiple tank syndrome. She's got like three freshwater tanks, plus some betas on the counter and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so it was something we just had in our in our house all the time. And we feed the fish, and they're really cool to look at. Um, and then, so I was like, okay, now that I've moved in back to the States, I've got time for a fish tank, I want to go check this thing out. So I went to Petco uh, in the uh, Kansas area, Manhattan, Kansas, next to the military town. And... Uh, I just was standing there looking at the wall of freshwater fish, and oh, those are pretty cool. I have no idea what I'm looking at. I don't know names of them. I don't know which ones are compatible. Blue one, green one. Yeah, like, that one's cool. That one's cool. That one's cool. They're all cool. Which ones can I keep, and how? what size tank do I need? And then this guy comes around the corner and sees me looking at fish. His name is Ty. Ty Holburn. Well, you know who you are. Uh, General manager of the Petco, and he's got a saltwater section over here. And he's kind of asking me what i'm looking for and i'm like you know i want some freshwater fish i want an aquarium I have, it's been a long time since i've had aquarium uh so i kind of want one in my house now and he goes well have you thought about saltwater? well not really and so he brings me around the corner and all of those freshwater fish that look really cool and pretty these ones looked really pretty colorful and awesome and then he had this little frag tank that uh over off to the side that was just full of these beautiful pieces of uh, coral. I didn't know what the hell I was looking at, but I knew, like, you mean I can have that in a tank? This is an
0: evolution like, past uh, freshwater fish. Like light bulb,
1: <laughs> I can do this. Oh, oh man, this is what I want. Uh, so uh, he was kind enough to uh, just kind of give me a bare bones, like you need a tank, one, you need you know, a heater, you need lights, you need this, you need this. And he kind of just kind of gave me the shopping list. But the biggest thing that he gave me uh... was a recommendation on where to read more and research more about saltwater and saltwater hobby and surround myself with people in the hobby uh... Um, so where, was,
0: where was it he told you to read about
1: so first he told me to go to uh, reef central he said reef central and he mentioned reef to reef but i think this was at a time when reef to reef was kind of building up of reef central was the place to just go just coming out of uh, Club clubzilla yeah yeah and uh... he goes you know there's a lot of information on here anything you want to know about saltwater is here there's a local Kansas group. Now, mind you, we're two hours from Kansas City where a bulk of like, your hobbyists are. It's not like here in Minneapolis where you get on TC Mass and you can go you know, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20, 30 minutes and find reef tanks and people in the hobby. Like, I'd have to drive two hours if I wanted to like, participate in club events and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so he's just like, oh, there is a local group and there's local people. So if you want you know, wheel and deal, maybe find some you know, gear and stuff. But, all right, all right, now go and research, he tells me. And he kind of let me know that uh, he has a bunch of fish tanks in his garage, too. So we kind of sh- kind of hit it off in that he's not really selling me something, but he sees that I'm s- my eyes just went, you know, exploded when I saw the saltwater stuff, and now he wants to get somebody else in the hobby. Uh, so I started researching. I got my tanks. I did all that. So you had somebody, like, you went to the store, and they actually sat down and
0: uh, walked you through the whole process.
1: I was fortunate enough to have somebody so passionate about the hobby that they filled their there is no garage parking space. The garage was the fish tank room, and they just loved to share all the information. And then when you look at the tanks in the garage, they were all of those pictures that you see, like, of what success looks like. Chock full of coral, big, giant fish. So, you're like, this is a guy I need to listen to.
0: I had the exact opposite, yeah. right? And if you watched the episode before, <laughs> you know. But, you know, what happened for me is I walked into the store, and uh, I wasn't even looking. For, I just wanted to look at fish. Yeah. You know, uh, they're just. <laughs> I wasn't even, like, thinking about an aquarium at the time, man. it's just like, hey, there's a fish store. Who doesn't want to go see it? Yeah. You know? yeah. And so we walked in, and... See all the freshwater fish. Same thing. Start going to the other rooms that have all the saltwater, and like, oh, this is for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, I'm in. I, I like, I left knowing that I'm going to have one of these things. It's just a matter of how I'm going to afford it mm. and uh, when I'm going to when I'm going to do it. And so uh, I came back a, a little bit later, man, and I decided two grand was it, man. Yeah, like, I got it in my hand. I'm like ready to go. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I walked up, and I'm like, all right, so uh, just tell me what I need. I'm ready to buy, right? I just, yeah. whatever size or, you know, whatever, I just need to do this. I got two grand. And they're like, well, you know, you could use this thing there, or whatever, and just, like, literally walked away. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 I'm ready to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I give you like, this isn't give a waste something. of your time, and I promise, right. man. I, I just couldn't believe it. So there's actually one store a block away. yeah, and I had the exact same experience, and... Uh, I don't know, so it's just funny to hear your story because I thought I was being insane. Maybe like like the whole thing of like walking into a home brewing store, make me a master brewer. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Right, I thought maybe like a...
1: But the guy can also walk you over to the kit and go, Here's the beginner kit. Try this first. Uh, so somewhere in between. But right, it's cool right,
0: right, right. that you had found somebody. And I'd be curious to hear from all of you. when you The first yeah. time that you went and asked somebody, man, help me out with this, did you get the answer that you were looking for or like, did it
1: just send you down another rabbit hole? Mm-hmm. So, okay, go ahead. So with that, uh, he told me to go check out all this stuff. So, I mean, when I started, if I'm the type of person, if, uh, if I'm really interested in something, uh, here I go. Hold my nose. Dive right in. I'm drowning in information and just soaking it up, everything up like a sponge. And I'm just reading, you know, the complexity of the hobby of the hobby that I was reading and the things that I was reading. 80% of it, 90% of it, over my head. I had no idea what I was what I was reading. I, nothing. Like I What are you guys talking about here? I, I just want to see cool fish tanks and how how I can get it done. Uh, but the good thing was is rather than him just sending rather than Ty just sending me off and uh you know okay go research this stuff and good luck with your fish tank uh what i got what i had the opportunity to do is is now i got his phone number uh he wants to invite me over to his garage to kind of see his setup he's leading me down a path where uh you can have a tank but you also don't have to spend all of this kind of money so he's kind of like got me in this in-between place where I'm going to make it. am going to show you how it's affordable and can be done. Uh, and here's how I do it in my garage. Um, so then, when I go read all this stuff and all of these things are flying over my head, I get the opportunity to go to Ty and text him uh, nonstop. And I mean, he gets giddy about the hobby as much as I do. So, when somebody's really interested and starts picking his brain, you're it's so nothing lucky, but, man. I can't tell you how lucky you are you had it's this awesome. person. <laughs> so, yeah, then I got to go. I, I was like, hey, I read this. What do you think about that? Or I read this about this salt. Or I read this about water. Or, I read this about pumps. Like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Do you think? And he goes, well, Uh, He gave me his honest opinion, and he goes, this is what I use, and look at my tanks. So anytime I had a question, this is what I use, and look at my tanks. I had like a a mirror or this picture of success that I could go, "All right, well, I read about this reactor, and I read about this approach, and I read about this lighting, and I read about that, but... I don't, I don't need it, because look at his. Like I can go with his. Okay, so what did your, so it was a
0: 125 that you ended up doing, right?
1: So yeah, well, he got me, I started with the 40 breeder. And okay. with and with the, the, the iconic 40 breeder, hang on the back re, uh, type of filtration, you know, I had, I forget what lights I had first, maybe like a, a two bulb strip of T5, uh, a couple you know little power head type things in there that I had. I had no idea what this thing was ugly. But, uh, I knew that uh, somewhere I read, more water volume is better. And here I am in this guy's garage that's got five, six, 700 gallons of different tanks together. And I was like, I need an upgrade. So, so how long was upgrade? Because this is the funniest the, part of the story for me. <laughs> this is what Jeremy, Jeremy said that this was the fastest upgrade he ever heard. Within two months, I was already out of a 40 breeder and into a 60-gallon okay. tall.
0: I cannot say that about myself or anybody else I know. Like uh, I know everybody upgrades at some point, yeah. but I have never met anybody that set up a 40 breeder and already it... jumps to 125 gallon tank inside of two months. Uh, yeah, well,
1: uh, it was the 60 tall within two months, and then oh. three months after, the, or like two or three months after that, the 125, All right, but I mean, there were some challenges bam, I had to do too. But yeah, I mean, within four or five months, I was already from 40 to 125 gallons. Now let's see the 125, do you, you have a uh, picture so, of it? Yeah, there's the ba- Randy Bare Bones, the second one in. Ah, So this was the very first picture I posted to Instagram. This was, I, I got the 125, it's a Marine Land uh, corner overflow. They call it the Reef Ready, so dual corner overflows. I got the light from, forgive me, Big L's Pets. Uh, there go. <laughs> they had a good deal going on. Uh, I got Vortech pumps on there already. I was into, like, the gear. So I'm guilty of being one of those, back in the day, those next-generation iPhone or it comes out, i got to have, gotta it, have and it. i got to yep. show it off and yep. all this. I started going down that path with, tank, with Reef Tank gear, too, where I had to, had to have the best, the, the awesome. I had an Aquion uh, Proflux. I had the Proflux Model 4 that I got from you, uh, Sump. I had a um, oh what was those big heavy duty pond pumps that we used to have, but mm. uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, man, big heavy duty pond pumps, um, uh, but they were I exchanged a lot of heat in the oh drive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mag, mag drive. I had a mag it's drive twelve running that thing. I soft plumbed that whole thing all by myself. Now, back know? then, mag drive is like the number one. Oh yeah, uh, way back. It then. was a solid pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. I did the 125. Now, the reason I got into a 125, again, I was following this model that, uh, you know, what I was telling my significant other at the time is the more water volume, the easier it is to keep. That's how uh, I got to my 90, yeah. by the way. You, yeah. you gotta upgrade. Uh, like, oh no, 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 we'll be more successful if yeah. we get bigger. Well, and, <laughs> and even more so in me, in, for my case, is like after I got the 125, a month later, I was deploying to Africa for nine months. So I needed to make sure that if whatever I had built, and I had like a few frags that were growing and corals in there, fish that I was, you know, bonded to, uh, but if I had, a, if I wanted the opportunity to uh, keep those things alive while I was gone, I had to trust people to take care of it. One was my significant other at the time, who had no idea about, had no knowledge in hobby and really did wasn't into it, like of course like me, but I you know I showed her the ropes, like, here, you know, you know, this is what this, and this is that, and I can call you, and then we can message, and I can tell you when things are going wrong with the tank. But I also had the other guy that worked, Derek Benson, who also worked at uh, Petco, and he was a hobbyist, uh, along with other things, like, he's into frogs and amphibians. He actually works for the Omaha Zoo. He's, like, one of the lead uh, guy amphibian guys at the Omaha Zoo. But he was one in the hobby that I trusted enough that I could, like, have this life tank balance. So automatically within the first year, I knew I needed to have, this was a lot of work for me. Mm -hmm. I needed a life tank balance uh, because I wanted to go do things and I couldn't always be next to my tank. Plus I was in the military and I couldn't be next to my tank all the time. So he was one that I could call up and say, hey man, I need to go like jump into my house every day, feed my fish, take care, make sure everything's looking good, but also had a tank of his own that I could So how often is this guy going to come to your house? When I was gone, I'd have him I I had him come like every day, the first few times I was gone. (laughs) But then I slowly weaned off and had him come like every two days or so. Oh my gosh. Uh, And he came to just feed my fish. That's commitment. But, ah, yeah, so I got in the 125. All uh, right, so 90's right around the corner here, right? So, so what,
0: what point, like how many, how many months are we into this now?
1: Uh, well, see, uh, so I deployed to Africa, and while I was gone, this is the best part about deployment, oh. which was a challenge, of course, in itself, that I have to be away from my tank, and I'm still learning. I'm only, you know, four or five months into learning about saltwater tanks. And so to separate me from this really, you know, driving passion to learn more and be at my tank to put my hands in and as I'm reading something mess with it, was probably my saving grace and that stroke of luck that we talked about. So when you talk about, you either have a mentor who can teach you or somebody to listen to, or you have the sheer willpower, which I had both of those things. Uh, Here's my stroke of luck is that I got deployed and I didn't have my hands in the tank for all of the things I was reading. And oh, now I've got yeah. I've got nine months to digest the stuff and the theory behind it and the methodology behind it and then fact check everything I read and then read more and follow people's experiences. To by the time I get back to my tank, I've already got a solid plan,
0: dude. That is uh, awesome, awesome insight. man. Yeah.
1: in the essence that you tied
0: my hands, I can't do everything that everybody's telling me to do mm. because most of it is bad. Uh, it's <laughs> like true. it's not bad in the essence that like. Uh, as uh, bad for them or somebody else, but like, it's just this like collage of stuff yeah. that only works on you know certain tanks, certain budgets, certain installs that like work for me. And it just kind of like you know spiders webs out. Like you just mm. uh, ha- tie in your hands, forcing you to do nine months worth of research, yeah. which is probably super fun, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and coming back and ready to implement. Yeah. Uh, That is actually a really great insight. The luck of not being able to put your hands in the tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, plus, I I mean, it gave me an opportunity specifically. So in those first few months before I got the 125, I mean, I lost uh, fish. So I had some algae. I mean, I had these same problems that everybody else has that almost drives you out of the hobby if it gets too far. Um, Luckily for me, I just upgraded and upgraded to kind of like dilute the problem. Uh, and had filtration and sump and all this, you know, I I upgraded my filtration. I upgraded all of these different things, approaches to the tank. Uh, But while I was deployed, I got the opportunity to like, okay, well, I lost, you know, a group of chromies and I had like these four different types of fish and two of them kind of pecked at each other and then died. Uh, I bought this fish that I thought was just awesome looking, but he didn't make it because he jumped out of my little 40 breeder tank. Uh, So now I get the opportunity to go and look at all of the available fish, pick out the ones I like, and then go look at their compatibility. So that I make sure that when I get back and I'm stocking this 125, that I'm doing it in a way where I get a mixture of I can't have every single fish I want uh, that looks cool, but I can have some that look cool and I like that actually go in that type of system and go together, so I can actually keep them long term. Uh, same thing with corals too, and like coral placement and things like that. So. We uh. used to have
0: uh, in the first 90s, uh, we had a Lubutii ras and a, uh, uh, a couple other fairy rasses, mm. But like, I just really like those fish, they're beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have a lid on this wave 90, it was hard to make a, a lid for oh, proper. Yeah. Uh, and then we'd be watching TV, and every once in a while just you'd watch it like the cow jumped over the moon. Like a fish would just jump right in front of your eyesight, like, <laughs>
1: oh, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty normal, yeah. man, to lose a fish that way yeah, in the beginning, for sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, so then, uh, so the, to look at the Randy 125, so this was sort of the 125 uh, at the end of its glorious. There's a little side shot, but there's, if I wish I had, I had a variety of different shots, some top down some side ones. But, I mean, I had a Galaxia coral that on the the big ball of green on there that was the size of, like, a soccer ball and a half, this massive colony of Galaxia. Uh, I had hammers that were just branching like crazy. I mean, here I'm obviously finding some sort of success somehow. So this is the transition point,
0: right? This is the type of tank that says, ah, this yep. is successful. Yep. It's in my house. Yep. This is fun. My neighbors and friends that come over. Mm-hmm. When my kid, my friends' kids come over, it's the first thing they run to. Oh, yeah. You know, they love it. Uh, Galaxy coral, like, the movement yep. corals are awesome. This is. I'm starting to realize a dream. This is not the LG fest that makes yeah. me quit. Absolutely, right? Uh, and uh, well, I mean, and you couple, found the balance. Uh, and couple, you're, not even, you're not even home for uh, nine months at a time. And you're oh, still yeah.
1: having success. I know. Right? Yeah. So I mean, even with that, the uh, I mean. The, Probably my biggest driver, along with the success of the coral growing and the tank itself, uh, and being able to show off that I can I can grow this stuff, was I also you know like that aspect of yeah guys I've got the brand new Radeon. Gen mm-hmm, the gear. four, and I've got those brand new Vortech pumps, which led me to like the Ecotech like product test team. For uh, mm-hmm. I sent in, in like Tim was uh, starting a group for Ecotech for people who like he wanted to test. And so I sent a little email, sent a picture of my stuff. Like I've already got your pumps, I've got your lights. You know, I did all this because I'm a gear junkie. Those types of groups are like fun extensions of the hobby. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, like
0: you get kind of joining the circles. You're. Kind of part of the forefront and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it's just a way to engage in a way that goes beyond just a tank in your house. And if you're, like, super into forums and whatnot, mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, when I started, I bet you uh, in the first two years, I had 4,000 posts between the multiple boards I had. Like, I, yeah. like, I want to know everything, want to know everything. Come on, let me, like, and discussion, too, man. Let's evolve the knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, cool. And I heard that you were in that group, though. I thought that was really cool when when uh, Aunt Randy applied here. For those of you who don't know, by the way, I'm just gonna to jump to this one part here. <laughs> uh, I, the c- two coolest things I could say about Randy, man, was uh, Randy moved here without having mm. a, a job, right? And mm-hmm. just said, "I want to work at Bulk Resupply." We weren't hiring, so he moved anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, and, Delivered the mail for six months because you didn't have a job.
0: Yeah, and then uh, at some point, man, like Randy finally gets a job here, yeah. right? And like I just see something in Randy like that, and, like. This guy's going simpler, you know, <laughs> like this guy applies effort in ways that I uh, just are super, super impressive. Right. Anything that Randy touches exceeds my expectations for how that thing goes. So that like my expectations are pretty high, by the way. So like, yeah. <laughs> and, and so one day I walk up to him and I just like, I want to know where Randy wants to go so I can like make a place for Randy to go. And he literally says to me, I want your business partner's job. Like whoa, dude! The top, the top of the top. (laughs) top I'm like, Bravo, man! Like uh, the climb to the top, man! Like uh, have big dreams and you'll achieve them. If you don't, you won't. You know? Uh, So I don't know. Maybe someday Andrew will uh, give up his position and you'll run the show. So I don't know. Those are just two things. So like diving into the hobby, you know, the forums, the groups. uh, You know, make it your career if you want to, and shoot for the moon, man. Because uh, actually, I I, I sent him a text uh, the other day. And on the front of oh, the bulk yeah. resupply website was Randy's face uh, talking about something. I forget what it was. <laughs> I'm like, man, back when you set up your first tank, did you ever think mm. that you'd be on the front of bulk resupply? You know, sharing you know information
1: with people. And it's like, whoa,
0: man. Yeah. You know,
1: like, uh, I, you never, never in a million years. Uh, no, no. I mean, I had <laughs> when I was getting out of the military well, back in you know 2015. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew. Like I was so passionate. This was saltwater tanks was the one thing like in my life that I was super passionate about, where I could probably make this some kind of career. And so I had little business cards made up that said uh, 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 "aquarium," let's prof- say, "saltwater aquarium uh, professional hopeful" or something like that. You know, some of that effect. Business like, card. I, I, I made a business card with my LinkedIn profile, with my email address and my phone numbers. Like, I want to be in the hobby, so I'm gonna go to these trade shows. I'm gonna go to these shows. And if I see somebody, I'm going to give them my card. Like, I'm just looking to get in the hobby. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm looking to get in. Uh, and then that turned into, you know what, I'll just move to Minnesota because Valkyrie's got to have something. It's like having a business card that says,
0: I'm going to be successful. Like, <laughs> well, well, how? Anyway, you need me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, told, I told a lot of people uh, in those, you know, the circles of Kansas City and the Kansas where I were in my stomping grounds, you know, it was... Uh, yeah, I'm getting out of the military. And every time we'd have a meeting or every time we'd like, go to a fish store, it's like, oh, I'm going to work for Bulk Reef Supply. And, like, I'm getting out, and I'm, you'll see me. I'm going to work for Bulk Reef Supply. Like, you'll see me. Don't worry. I'm going to work for them. Like, That's my plan. I'm getting out of here. And lo and behold, here there we you go. All right. This is, uh, so you moved to Minnesota, and now there's a 90-gallon tank, right? Yeah. So where's this, this one? My dream tank, uh, like we talked about last week, Yeah, isn't big, isn't monstrous, isn't this big giant, you know, monstrosity, full of fishing corals. Uh, It's something simple. And I think this was really close to it. Uh, This is 90, this is side shot, and I have a bunch more. If you want to search for rando reefer on reef to reef, go way down the end of after I'm pitching EcoTech and running EcoTech, but way before that, there's a a build uh, called my 93 gallon dream build. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this was it. It was the ch- cherry custom wood stand. I had it specifically designed and built by Jason Langer, a, a local guy here who does cabinetry work. I told him, I said, hey man, uh, I have this like wooden bar and it's one that you know, sits in the opens up and then you have your alcohol, it's got a foldy top. It's really nice, it was cherry. Uh, and I said, I have this bar and I want my tank stand to look exactly like it and match it. But there's also form and function there in that I want three-sided door openings. So rather than just the two in the front, I want uh, two on the sides also. And then I mapped out you know, all of my because I've got all this gear and all these drivers and all this really cool stuff to fit in there. I want a false wall that I can mount everything. Here's how it's all gonna be mounted. Here's how the cords are gonna all run. Here's the sump, here's the plumbing, here's everything. And make it for this ninety-three gallon cube tank that I specifically sought out, and then I got to build like my, my dream tank.
0: I think that is a, a good point, man. It, yeah. Like uh, uh, your dream tank comes in all same forms and sizes, and actually, mm. it's really interesting that your dream tank got smaller than mm-hmm. your last tank, because mm-hmm. that actually happened for me at one point too. So, my dream tank uh, when I started, man, was a ninety-gallon tank. Yeah, I, got, I had my dream, my first one. It was uh, I think it all been my dream, mm-hmm. right? And so I started that 90 gallon tank. It actually exceeded expectations for me in every front. Not just how well the tank looked and turned out, but the like amount of energy that I was able to pour into this tank. Cause I got a lot of energy and I just like having a place to put it. And it fulfilled something in my life that I didn't expect, yeah. right? And so I got this 90, but then the next tank that I set it up and ended up being my dream tank was essentially the 70 gallon reef savvy tank, mm-hmm. right? And so it was actually smaller, yeah. (laughs) Which is like not what most people would think of in Dream. And so that's interesting that you went the same way. But this time, form matches Mm -hmm. function, right? It's in your office. Uh, I got a reef savvy tank, which is like the best out there. Uh, Chris Benner made the uh, stand for it. It was super, super sharp. Still here, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we had the uh, ghost overflows on it and uh, like a smoked out sump from Reef Synergy, and all of a sudden form matches function, matches the quality of the furniture that's in the room, Uh, the corals and everything inside look super sharp. But, like, my dream was actually You know, not necessarily get it as big as humanly possible, but where the whole thing together looks nice. Right, right, right. right. And so, uh, yeah, man, it's interesting you went the same way. Because Hmm. you could see all of your gear was put together in a way that's presentable. Kind of like if you lift up your hood and see the chromed out alternator and starter (laughs) and stuff. Like, if you're into cars, man, well, it can go fast and it can drive fast, Hmm. but does it look fast? You know. no, and
1: we've all had cars that uh, didn't meet all of those on our way to that car that looks that way. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the it's uh, the bare bones drilling 40 breeders and 20 longs for frag systems, piecing together lights. I mean, My favorite thing in the whole world back uh, when I was putting tanks together was to go on forums, uh, local forums, and go on Craigslist and find people tearing down their tanks and... Low balling them and saying, I'm gonna get, uh, I'll take your pumps, I'll take your tanks, I'll do whatever, I'll piece together what I want, and then I'll go and resell all the rest of the stuff I don't want.
0: Uh, I bought one system that way, I bought a 110 that way. I bought the whole thing, and it was like a thousand bucks, and it came with like everything that you needed, right? Yeah. And this is definitely the cheapest way to get into this hobby, right? Because uh, the stuff is worth, you know, 20% of what it was worth when you bought yeah, it. Right? yeah. If that, right? <laughs> uh, and so the problem I found was the stuff is super dated, and anything that's touched salt water in the past uh, mm. is done unless it was meticulously cleaned afterward. Yeah. Uh, and the nature of you shutting down your tank is not a fun experience where i want to go meticulously clean everything at the end yeah and actually we got super lucky we plugged in there was a t5 retro that was in there and like as we were leaving one day i closed the door and just as like did i smell smoke and <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah i opened up the door and certain <laughs> sure, sure enough man uh it wasn't on fire but the uh, uh, cords and the wood were smoldering, where Ooh. because the T five had gotten like uh, the wiring and stuff, it had yeah. corroded and whatnot yeah. from being sitting around in the huh. garage forever with some salt spray on it. Hmm. So, like, uh, definitely the cheapest way to get it. If you want a glass box, yeah, the cheapest way to get a glass box is like Craigslist or fake uh, Facebook groups yeah. or, or not groups, but Facebook uh, Marketplace mm-hmm. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are. Great but places. yeah, I know a lot of people in the club, man. Actually. Uh, was a good way to get gear to like, hey, I'm getting out or I'm upgrading or whatever, mm. and this is a good way to get mm-hmm. gear that was well taken care of. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, then uh, when we're talking about that, like the first twelve months uh, or that first year, uh, it wasn't always. It wasn't all about like getting the latest and greatest gear because I didn't know what the hell I was looking at. I mm-hmm. mean, I just want to make sure that I can keep these coral things alive. For me, it was get the cheapest. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, uh. yeah, for sure that too. Uh, and so th- that first year, it, was, uh, it, it wasn't until I kind of got this idea of like what goes into making th- this stuff live and uh, the basics of it that I can start expanding on. Like uh, That's when I, I think after it was like a year and a half or two years in when I started playing around with different tanks. And that's when I started, hey, I can grow coral. If I can grow coral up here in the 125, bet you I can grow coral downstairs mm. in the basement and start fragging corals. And then uh, I bet you I can do a, like a remote refugium. So I did this, this was one of the fun extensions that I went down that refugium. On the backside of my 125, oh, I yeah. just found this 20 long tank, plumbed it in, and this ended up being full of all kinds of different, I just I had live rock everywhere. This is after I pieced together a whole bunch of stuff and put it in here. Uh, but just another extension of the hobby, but it was really that fragging type stuff. After I found out that I could grow coral and how to do it, uh, I, we used to gather up as many corals as we possibly could, drive over to the big city, Kansas City, and this is how I got all my gear, was rather than looking for Craigslist, all that gear that I really wanted, that name brand, really expensive stuff, I, uh, Aquariums Wholesale, Is a Pat over at Aquariums Wholesale had this fish store, and he would love to get frags in, so he would take nice frags, trade a store credit for them at a certain rate per frag, and then uh, that's. I ended up, you know, with a couple thousand dollars in my store credit, and it was nothing for me to be like, all right, well, I want those lights. So this is what I'll call the side
0: hustle. Uh, super side hustle. yeah and oh, so yeah. so many of us in reefing have some kind of side hustle to support the stupid expensive hobby yeah uh, you know you're doing it uh, you know either side hustle could be just you know, bringing some catamorpha to, yeah. or some zenia, or split off uh, bubble tips to the mm-hmm, store. Mm-hmm. What you were doing, growing corals intentionally for that purpose, yeah. right? Even the uh, club members. Yeah. And then... Just trading them, because yeah. corals are expensive. Yeah. So if I get a few nice ones and they grow out, I can clip them off and trade them with people in the club, at frag swaps and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, it doesn't have to be as expensive as if I just go buy everything brand yeah, new. Yeah. So there's side hustles everywhere in this hobby, <laughs> and it's super fun to watch. Just people trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to make this hobby affordable? I love it, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The side hustle, thing think, is cool to me.
1: That was one of the biggest barriers, I think, out of the whole thing for me was uh, a lot of it was justifying the cost. And so I've never really been in a hobby for Well... I've never really pointed my extra cash at anything uh, before, in general or specifically. Um, and then I get into reefing, and I'm like, okay, well, here's a place to put some money, and I get really excited about it, and I get a you know sense of pride and accomplishment from uh, doing it. Um, but I can either go one extreme and go into debt and spend all my money on the latest and greatest, you know, because at the time it was you know whatever I had available, or I can piece together some things uh, like I did and like a lot of people do when they're first getting together and uh, and still have an awesome looking tank. So here's the thing, man.
0: I, I see this all the time. Like, you got people to, like, justify the cost, you know? Like, it's your knee jerk because is super expensive. Like, yeah. I got oh, yeah. to justify what I invest in here, right? Mm-hmm. But, like... You never see anybody trying to justify what their dog costs or like, you know, justify my new kitchen yeah. or the difference between my Honda and uh, my Acura. You know, it's just plush, yeah. right? Uh, I don't to justify, it. I understand, you know, whatever. But I always felt like, you know, people ask like, you yeah, why did you put so much money into this? because it's awesome man. I don't know. you know and <laughs> Makes so me happy you know one of the things that we're gonna get to in the future is I think people just invest in joy oh yeah right mm-hmm. you just the things that bring joy to your life man you just invest in them yeah so I never really thought about it like I just didn't spend a lot of time about it thinking about it. the same way like when my buddy asked me to go to the bar uh, or, like have a beer I don't like Spend time thinking about whether or not this is worth the investment. You know, <laughs> like I know I enjoy my company with uh, my friends and family like, done, fun. Right? Yeah. That's what I work hard for. Yeah, I, I go do the things I was doing yeah. so, you know Even though at the time when I started, you know I was uh, what I call a career server me yeah. and uh, Andrew uh, my business partner, you know, and like work rich you know, yeah. like, I just wanted to have a tank man yeah. and like and so I spent a disproportionate amount of my money on this tank, uh, but you know what? Other people, my friends, were spending disproportionate amounts tricking out their Jeep. Like, and I don't even know why. You know, they're yeah. welding the you know the gears together so it could go you know like rolling Fly over boulders boulder. that they never did.
1: Yeah, just because they could. They could right? Like,
0: whatever. That was their joy. Yeah. You know, the weekends they're fixing up their car, what man, getting their joy. So, uh, I think it's funny that we spend all this time uh, kind of justifying these things because mm. uh, I end, man. No, nah. yeah. I don't care that you spent 20 grand on your island in your kitchen to have some specific stone but you like I spent it? 20 grand on having a tank that I love and like I can pour all my energy in and it pours energy back into me yeah, yeah. right so I, I don't know uh, that's fair all right so here's the thing man what were your biggest mistakes in the first year so like some things that like hopefully people could just totally avoid
1: hmm. uh, probably the biggest one of the biggest ones like I said was uh, not researching um, the livestock that i put in there because mm. I, I nobody likes to kill anything uh, and especially if especially if it was preventable uh... and there was definitely some species of fish and things i put in the tank that was preventable uh... for their loss if i had done some research and put a little more extra care into it there's a
0: lot of that man like you just want these fish oh yeah right? I, I see mean, them and like whatever it identifies Uh, I will say I was on the other end. I actually put a lot of research in, probably maybe too much, so I didn't have as many fish as most people because I wanted husbandry, right? right, right. But it's super, super, super common, right? You Mm. just want these fish. And I have made that mistake. It's specifically with signal gobies. I just like that fish. I can't help it, and I've tried so many times. And when I'm willing to put the effort into it every day and feed them the exact way they needed to be fed, I was successful. But the moment I strayed from that, unsuccessful. And unsuccessful, in this case, means mortality. Oh, yeah. Right? And so, like, I just learned, man, I shouldn't do that. Right, I should just leave that fish in the ocean and whatever. But there's tons of them that I can keep for you know anywhere from years to 20, tens mm-hmm. of years. Right, uh, and so there's like a clownfish in the back here that has been with us since Reed and basement years. Yeah. You know, like 2008. <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, Fang, you know, yeah. and like 20 tanks, you know. So uh, there's fish you can take care of. Yeah, but that's pretty common. So yeah. don't
1: put some more effort in. Number one. I mean, there's a there's a lot to be. There's this fine find balance between you know the research and uh, and then actually finding somebody who's probably kept some of these things so mm. you can research you know compatibility compatible type fish in a certain gallon uh, tank uh, but you know for example in your signal gobies like okay I could have easily stumbled across signal gobies and they're compatible in my 40 foot uh, my 40 breeder and uh, they're compatible with all the other fish I chose, and it would have easily been like, all right, I want them. But then you go a step further, and you go out there, and you seek people who have kept them and can kept them successfully. Mm-hmm. And then you get, oh, then you get the uh, other side of the story is that, okay, well, if you really want these things to be alive, it takes this, it takes this, it takes this. It's not just a dump food in the tank type fish. Like, there's effort here. And then I can... Either, then I can make my, my decision based off of that so I will say that absolutely uh, one of the things
0: that annoys me more than anything else is like don't do that you're gonna fail yeah and that isn't the case because you see the success all people doing all the time so it's better to say like this is what it takes to succeed yeah. Right. If you understand, you can make your own decision whether or not you want to do that. But like, because there's so many failures, because people didn't put any effort into uh, the research, Mm. like uh, it just looks like everybody fails, but it isn't that case. Mm. And so, one of the things that I like for me, one of my dream tanks was the Clown Harem Tank. Right. I just. Always loved the idea of the entire tank of rose bubble tip anemones, enemies, like you know, just the whole thing. That's Fill it cool. all the way to the pack, oh, right? Yeah. I just in my head that was something that I just always uh, aspired to. And then within that, uh, also, you know, another thing was, it was a lobby tank. I didn't have a lot of time here at the office to be able to take care of tanks. And that was a pretty
1: sufficient, self-sufficient type tank. It doesn't
0: take a lot of calcium alkalinity, Mm -hmm. or it's all covered in a rose. So it was Mm -hmm. just like a low maintenance dream tank as well. Mm -hmm. And then where it got me is like, man, I like, Watching nature interact with itself. So you you like the like shrimp and groby pair. You know how they interact with each other. You know I liked uh, watching the two small clownfish grow up, and one of them become dominant, and then like reading about them, the subdominance and the whole hierarchy thing. And like I just kind of like, man, wouldn't it be cool to have a whole harem of these things and watch them from babies. Grow up into a whole community of, and watch how they interact with each other. And a total, total dream of mine, mm. you know, to see that happen. And uh, so, like, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just couldn't help it. But mm. like, I had to set that tank up, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So, I, in fact, when I did it though, I was looking at it in the frame of mind of. All the things I read is you can't have more than two clowns in a tank. Yeah. And just that, that's just like regurgitated over and over and over yeah. again. If you get three, they're going to kill the other one or whatever. Yeah. And so I just read and read and read and read. And I, like, I found, I think it was Herbert's thing. It was like 40 pages. Man, I read the whole thing and <laughs> then taking notes and stuff. And I'm like, man, if I can take all the stuff from all mm. the different threads and all the stuff and build it into one thing and then document the results. Yeah. You know what we can change this conversation it's not about if you can do it it's how about it how to do it yeah. and so people ask me all the all the time at shows like well hey man i really want to do two of this fish and two of that one and six of that one and whatever you know like, like well you can do it that way but i think you'll fail Right? I, I think it will be successful in the beginning, mm. but ultimately uh, like these fish right. do not like uh, dissimilar things, man, and they'll go and kill each other yeah. on a long enough timeline. So I will tell you, uh, you may be successful, but here's the thing, highest percentage success, we'll get them all from the same clutch, watch them all grow up together when they're too small to uh, kill each other and uh, build a natural hierarchy. Mm-hmm. At the same time, give a ton, a ton of habitat, give a ton, a ton of food. If you don't have to fight over where you live or where you eat,
1: yeah. you know, and to everybody's to your brother yeah. and sister, yeah, about.
0: it's good. And it worked totally that way, huh. right? And so now here's a path to, to uh. doing that. And so that was awesome.
1: I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, the research and the reading is easily a double-edged sword because uh, the mountain of information that's out there telling you to do it this way and then you go read another spot and it tells you to do the completely opposite and I mean yeah in, in between the fish the gear and just the husbandry in general it, it's you could be reading something that worked for one person and not many you could read reading that worked for many not one Uh, Took me a long time. There's a method to this madness, right? So I I find it easy for me to gather all of the information and infer my own opinion about it, and just kind of in my mind, it's easy for me to go. uh, Okay, well, I read this many articles where this happened, and I read this many posts where this happened, and I can piece together and and come up with. I'll bet you this is the way that makes it work for some and not others. And I'll probably, I, I can take all that information, piece it together, and turn it into something that works. Some I'm
0: gonna chase tell down you, this
1: way and some chase down that way.
0: That is actually my failure. I'm just going to say it like it is. So for me, that's what I started off doing. Taking all of it and then pick the pieces that I want. Oh, okay. Right? And it kind of makes sense. And then... That for me, and maybe I was just bad at piecing it together I don't, and
1: you're good at it, I don't know.
0: But like for me, that was what produced a, what I would call now predictable mediocre results.
1: Okay, right? You know, regardless of what, it's gonna be mediocre. If I went out and
0: did that again and I just gather all the information out there and just pick the pieces out that I wanted. You're gonna have results. I'm gonna have mediocre results. I won't fail, but I also won't achieve the glory, ah, right? Okay. And so the way that I can achieve the glory is within that sea of information out there, go out and find the most successful people. The people that have realized my specific dream, mm. find out what they do and do that. And do exactly that. Do exactly that, like, don't, don't question it. Don't
1: change it. Yeah, don't
0: change it. Don't like, I want two of these fish and that fish and whatever, like, maybe now. Yeah. Uh, maybe it works. I'm only gonna have one enemy. I think it will work out, Yeah. yeah maybe. Maybe. you know i'm not gonna i'm only gonna feed one a day because i don't want to do water changes well now right. they're gonna be hungry and mad at each yeah. other
1: this so, is what i do uh, but um, you're gonna
0: stray from it or you can follow it exactly uh, so then once you are successful feel free to tweak and stray right right, right? right. and test small things uh-huh. right to, to your opinion but like doesn't mean that uh, it can't work other ways but Highest percentage pass is the pass that how people have built before that came before us, yeah. right? And so, more specifically, find the people that tell you how hard this was and all of their challenges and how they overcame it, yeah. right? So like Herbert, I maybe mean, I'm butchering his name, but it was like mm. 30 clownfish, uh, 10 years or something, like mm. that was a thread. Uh, and he documented man, the whole way, like where the fish died, where he had to add more, how he did it, you know, like changes in the environment and whatever, like he had a hard year and so he wasn't paying attention to the tank as much, and there were some challenges. like. Man, all that stuff—pure gold, yeah. right? Like, okay, I won't do that. I won't do that. Yeah. I won't do that. I won't do that. Way better than actually, I'll do that. Yeah, uh, avoiding the, the pitfalls is better than actually the the gem sometimes.
1: And that's these—that's the real value in some of these forums—is that it's a documented, you know, uh, you know, timeline of. A build thread, these build threads, you know, if you want to take, say you're stumbling across a picture and you find this picture of this really stunning awesome reef tank. it's a six footer, you have a six footer. It's you know everything that you want in a tank. Uh, that that's where that uh, those build threads really have their value and that you can s- normally they start from the beginning. And if you have the patience to go through all of those pages, uh, you'll find a map to where they are now. Yeah, watch the end? All right, now I'll figure out the journey. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Right? if you, I mean, in that, I mean, okay, with that, like, when you're in the research phase, before you even, like, if you're brand new, never done this before, I mean, that's a good place to start. But when I'm brand new, when I was brand new and, and first researching every tank I wanted, uh, like, it doesn't matter. I did not know i wanted I did not know I wanted a, I didn't know I wanted a 93-gallon cube. I didn't know if I wanted a 40-breeder or 125. I didn't know any of this thing. But I'm in this research phase of saltwater tanks, and everything looks awesome to me and that's kind of where that listening to everybody starts to uh, I mean because I want that tank oh but I also want that tank and I also want kind of that kind of that that kind of tank and that's why it really helped me that uh, I had all of that information but I had a source you know Ty who I could go back to his you know garage and be like all right dude I want to do this and this and this and we can nitpick and and kind of figure out is that what you really want or can you do it better and then that leads me to a successful 125 gallon tank -hmm. Uh, and they're out there whether or not they're local to like brand new reefer they're out there whether uh, I mean you could uh, we've got a large variety of Library of ways to start a saltwater tank, you know, and that's different series we've done. The advent
0: of but, YouTube in general, man. I oh, wish it was there when I was there. A, yeah, in, yeah,
1: yeah. Instead of a page by page forum, there's people now that docu series their tanks and their tank setup. If you want to learn about carbon, there's
0: now eight million people that are willing to tell you about carbon. Oh yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> And if you find the person that tells you about it well, then you probably will listen to them about the next thing too. And there's so many resources, especially when the information starts to overlap, you're like, ah, this is probably on the right path. I will tell you one of the things that I I learned, man, from the first tank. And uh, this is the thing that I think almost every five-year reefer will tell you. Hmm. Uh, It doesn't mean that you can afford to do it. It's just that every five-year reefer will tell you is buy the right piece of equipment the first time because oh. all the garbage beforehand actually just makes the right option more expensive. It does. Uh, like, uh, I can tell you that, like, uh, on the, almost every piece of equipment on that mm. first tank, I replaced a whole bunch of times, okay. right? So the first skimmer I bought was uh, based on recommendations of us looking for something cheap, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they told me to get, this is just a, a no sump tank. It was 90 gallon, no yeah. sump. Uh, and so, Uh, It was get a Red Sea Prism Pro, right? And uh, things like 200 bucks, I believe. Oh, Red Sea made it? Yeah, so, I mean, this is 15 years ago, so most of you probably never even heard of this thing. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so two problems, man. It didn't really skim all that well. And two, it flooded on my floor, Mm. right? So there was like a little hole thing that would get clogged on it, and then it would flood over onto my floor. I destroyed thousands, Uh, when we had to move uh, eventually, man, it was thousands of dollars into repairs of uh, hardwood floors, right? So like the 200 bucks cost me a lot of money. Then the second one, which was like, okay, man, this thing ain't working, so I needed to get the next one. And uh, everybody at the time said these, I think it was the Remora Pro, I'm not sure who made that thing. It was CPR, maybe? Remora? Uh, it was oh, a Remora yeah. Pro, and uh, it was the thing that everybody was talking about mm. at the time, and you, that was the one, especially if you're kind of in this mid-range and whatnot. Right, right. So I bought it. You had to buy the pump separate, and so I bought the pump for it. It just didn't really do anything. Right? <laughs> and, like It was like producing this just, like kind of like, it was almost like a strip algae out of the tank or something. Mm. It was like green stuff would come out of it, but like... Nothing else, right? Yeah. And then you I ended up having to upgrade it and I put the mag drive pump on it, which made it work a little bit better. But now I got this big dangling mag drive in my tank. It's huge, and mm. super ugly. And now I got cucumbers like crawling in it. It's like a cucumber magnet. It was like sucking right in, in there. <laughs> I don't know why they wanted to go in there. So I had to buy the overflow box thing. They also hid it, but it just never worked. Yeah. And then ultimately, I spent like 500 bucks on this Deltec hang on guy. Yeah. you heard me talk about you can oh, see yeah. it out loud. So, uh, this thing, I plugged it in, all of a sudden, you know what happens? It works. Cup's full of poop. Yeah. Uh, like, you smell, I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> I now knew what a working skimmer was like, Aucousy. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Aquacy Remora Pro, yeah. 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 And so, uh, like, uh, this, this yeah. thing, those other ones not only cost me flooding my floor, but they just made the delicate one twice as expensive. End of story. That's, <laughs> That's all it is. So, the same thing with my lights, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So, the first light I bought was uh, suggested to me, it was Power Compacts Coral Life. Okay. Right? Okay, so two things A, they did grow LPS fairly well, right? right. But the bulbs were super expensive right. uh, for this thing. And it had these cheap little plastic legs. And I was so lucky that I had it on a frag tank, I ultimately moved it down. That uh, I was standing on this like false floor because at one point the br- legs literally broke and fell in my frame. Well, my hands were in there, and I was just waiting to get electrocuted. You know, like oh my god, why am I still alive? <laughs> uh, and uh, it was because I had this false floor and I wasn't grounded. Oh, okay. but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was just super cheap. Ultimately, replaced and you'll see in, in today's video was uh, the tech light fixture, which is all T5s. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Not the fanciest the, thing out
1: there, super cheap. Was it the aquatic life?
0: No, it's Sunlight Supply. Oh, okay. And I don't know why they stopped making these things, because I'd start selling them in a heartbeat they if they solid. started making them again. Yeah. I, mm. They just kind of exited the... Well, you know, the horticulture business has blown up since then. And oh, they, yeah. I think uh, dwarfs, uh, yeah. dwarfs uh, aquatics, but like... Uh, I mean, it was like an eight-bulb T5 fixture. Mm-hmm. It was super, super easy. You turn it on, and boom, success. Yeah. Like uh, it was part of the evolution where you know my peers uh, uh, or mentors, rather, in the group, are like, "Dude, part of your problem is your lighting. This solution using these bulbs
1: will work." Mm. I did it, and like, oh my god, you're right. Mm. You know, <laughs> I think I was lucky. I think I was lucky in that aspect of uh, that. I didn't have to buy a lot of equipment twice or three times or four times, because I progressed so quickly. You know, I upgraded so quickly, so mm. I had my 40 and I had a hang on the back skimmer. Uh, two but you months. You upgraded tanks. But I that upgraded fast. tanks that fast. But it means, which also means I needed bigger, better equipment. And right off the bat, I had big eyes for big name equipment. So I was going to buy it, not just because it was the the best. But because it was well, probably because it was considered the best. I didn't know if it actually worked that way or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did it so fast that even that equipment that uh, before it had a chance to fail on me, if it was cheap and and I bought it, you know, uh, because it was cheap, uh, it didn't fail on me because I didn't use it so long. But then it allowed me to like have multiple tank syndrome, and I've got tanks downstairs that now I can use this on those other ones. So it was an investment in my other tanks to as I'm building up this bigger tank rather than multiples. But. Uh, I had,
0: I just I can think of every piece of equipment from uh, heaters yeah, all the way operated. up. Man, I had uh, I went I went cheap and I got the do-it-yourself. Uh Uh, auto top off I think it was like autotopoffs.com oh yeah and uh, like I went cheap and got only the one float valve because I'm just stupid Uh, I didn't believe all the people that said oh it's going to fail and we were like oh no I'm impervious to that somehow (laughs) no and it did fail it got stuck on and then it flooded 10 gallons of kalkwasser uh, under my floor and uh, I think this was actually just top off water so then I replaced it I still wanted cheap I went with a JBJ one right at some point both flow switches now fail right Mm. and it flooded uh, washer into my tank right the whole thing's milk wipes out all of my xenia which actually was a bonus at the time because there's so much in there but uh yeah and and like all right fine man fine i relent you know i'll buy the the tunes oscillator everybody's talking about which ultimately just made it cost twice as much if i would have bought it and i ruined my floors again and i lost all a bunch of corals and crabs and stuff along the way
1: right so you're saying that you didn't spend multiples and multiples of months before of researching before buying the right one. Yeah.
0: So ultimately what I would say right now is I maybe I didn't have two hundred bucks to buy the osmolator. I, like I probably didn't, right? Right. So what I should have done is topped off by hand Until for three months, saved up the two hundred bucks and bought the right, the right one. Get the right one. Yeah. yeah. And then I will save money in the end mm-hmm. so I can go out for beers with my buddies. You know, <laughs> yeah. one or the other. Like I, I, in the end, it just cost me. Yeah. I know that my budget was two grand, and I didn't yeah. like keep tabs on it. But I guarantee that this thing cost me somewhere between three and four in the first two uh, two years. And and
1: half of that could have been avoided. Half of it could have been avoided for sure. Mm. Uh, and that, that's where I was. Uh, that's that stroke of luck with those other <laughs> two things is that I had nine months to put my I had mm. power heads and lights, and that was basically it. But two months I had the Osmolator picked out. I had a Neptune, uh, a Neptune Apex picked out. I read the comprehensive manual completely, back front to back, before I even had my hands on my Apex. Uh, All hundred I and mean, like sixty pages. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, I had my radions picked out. I had every, you know, I have everything picked out. But I was lucky in that my hands weren't even near my tank anyway. Uh, the only, the only interaction I had with my tank while I was deployed uh, was I bought one of those little. Uh, uh, Wi-Fi cameras there was a, it was actually in just plug in internet camera and I could watch my tank from uh, Africa and my little camera was pointed on there and I could pan up and down and zoom in and zoom out and if something was looking off I could you know text and say hey this fish looks bad but
0: I'd say the second thing that I could have done different in the beginning is been just understand that this is actually more difficult than I thought and again, it's not difficult in application. It's difficult in acquisition of knowledge to do the right thing. Oh yeah. So once somebody just says do this, it's actually not that hard. Right. Right. But trying to figure out that C of do this, I don't think I've ever seen a hobby quite like this one where the past is success are like so diversified Good. and like ways. my way is definitely the right way. Right. And. Yeah. I, 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 you know like you go into home brewing and horticulture culture mm. and you know radio control and all that stuff most of the passes are actually like pretty close to each other and like your way oh i bet you that work yeah. you know like this one meant really like it's it's so personal you know, because like, <laughs> it's your pets, it. probably. Yeah. It's probably because it's not a radio control car. It's it,
1: my pets, the yeah. things I take care of. Yeah. I taken responsibility. I have a personal connection. To it's it. like if you came into my house and told me that I'm raising my dog wrong. Uh, mm. That would be a really personal attack on me because I feel my way is right. Okay, instantly I thought of uh, how when somebody
0: tells my wife how to raise our kids. Oh yeah, that's boom. No, no. man, you might as well start the nuclear <laughs> war. You know, like, uh, yeah, I guess that's the same, the same yeah. thing, man. Because yeah, you yeah. have a it's a personal connection to the animals and things that you care mm. for, and I put a lot of thought into this, and it's totally different than a radio-controlled car. So but, actually, totally justified. I'm going to take it all back. But
1: it all <laughs> goes back to uh, if you if you're in that research phase, or even if you're like 12 months plus into it, and you still haven't found like the right recipe, go find somebody who will tell you the path to do it. Like, go do this. So I'm going to tell you, I I said this in today's
0: uh, episode, but I'm going to tell it again right now. The local clubs is where it's at. And you don't have to, like, go to a club meeting to actually be part of it. You can go be just part of the online experience Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And what you'll find is the nature of a club is you've kind of got the creme. Uh, these are the people that have been the most successful, the longest, they hang out in the same ecosphere with each other, yeah. and they share all of their successes. You can pick them out. They share their failures, mm-hmm. and you know the difference between that. I've been doing this for 12 months, I've been doing this for 10 years.
1: And you can go look at their tank and they mm-hmm. hold their feet to the fire.
0: Yeah, and if you want, most of them are having meetings and yeah. stuff and you can go to the meeting, go to their house. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, I was a little intimidated to do that the first time. Uh, like I go into some stranger's house to look at their aquarium, uh, huh? And yeah. I go there and like, oh my God, these are my peeps, uh, like, uh, like yeah. I, I could be here, like you're gonna have to kick me out, <laughs> I mean, this, is, this is cool. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think if you can go to those clubs, you will, just the forums, and they're all over Reef to Reef. So Reef to Reef, by the way, is a for me, been a huge evolution from uh, uh, Reef Central, the experience that I had. Reef Central was invaluable to me. I don't know. I would have never got to where I'm at now. Without Reef yeah, Central. However, it was a little bit more Wild West over there. And now over on Reef to Reef, I find it to be a little bit more refined. And I also find that people are a little bit more respectful, not even mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit, all the way. Yeah, uh, true. They're really, really respectful. That community there, man, is looking for people to, uh, I mean, I, end of story, you can't take advice from somebody who's rude to you. You yeah. know, like, I don't care I'm if you're the most, the rightest person it. on the planet. I don't want to talk to you if you're rude, you know? (laughs) So being respectful to each other is a super, super important thing. And so if you're respectful and happen to be right, home run, and I see a lot of that in Reef to Reef. Yeah, for sure. Now, if you go down to uh, the club section, you know, where people that are actually Mm -hmm. around, live around you, you may actually run into these these people at a fish store or an Mm -hmm. event. The accountability level goes way up, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. people are even nicer. Uh, And even, like, less willing to share, you know, bad advice or anything. And it tends to be, like, the big forum, big ideas. Mm -hmm. Small forum, like, uh, more refined, kind of helpful, like, success. It's a little bit more accountable,
1: right? I mean, there's a lot of people that... a place for both. There's a lot of people, uh, especially, like, for those getting into the hobby and listening to what we're saying here. There's a lot of places uh, that people get into the hobby, but there's no reefers for miles around. But... Another thing that I would uh, recommend doing, and this is, like, like you said, to go to club meetings and stuff like that, is the first, uh, I would travel personally, and I did, uh, two hours away just to go to, just to be surrounded by other reefers, because there was one, maybe two other reefers in my local area uh, when I was first getting in the hobby. Like, I could not find a saltwater tank other than these two guys, uh, who I happen to know, but... Uh, and then you travel to like toward the, towards the bigger city, and for probably for a lot of you in a rural area in the same kind of situation, it's worthwhile to go travel to these places. And uh, a lot of them have frag swaps or get-togethers, all these different types of meetings. Like RTC Mass here has a spring and a fall expo where mm-hmm. all the people get together. Everybody wears their name tag because you have pseudonyms and pseudonyms uh, that you put on the forums. Uh, but then you're going to go talk hobby with people like mine it's really exciting and when you get around a group of people the whole entire room is into what you're into and that foreign language that you speak to around your family and around other people it all real makes language. sense to everybody else uh, it's it, it, you get elated uh, being surrounded by the people and then you can actually like meet people who uh pick, pick, pick people's brains who you're like had been following and saying you have a really awesome tank Tell me your, your secret, yeah.
0: So another thing I would say is use in the, because for, forums are just still like a huge, huge, huge source of information. Mm. So use the sub-forums, right? Uh. So when the thing says fish illness or uh, uh, chemistry mm-hmm. or whatever it is, this is where the, you know, group of uh, fish uh, uh, illness nerds hang out, right? Like whatever it is, I'm just super into man. Like mm-hmm. this is the thing that I like. We're grasping to the hobby more than anything else. This is where everybody hangs out, and so you'll find all of the information there that like you really want to know that doesn't they really exist in the like beginner forum or whatnot. Right. Uh, make sure you use the search. Function just out of respect, to not just ask people uh, the same questions been asked eight thousand times. Because it's been asked eight thousand yeah, times. Yeah. So use a search at least to refine your question a little bit. But in there is where you'll find, man, some of a, a more refined answer from a more refined crowd. Mm-hmm. And so within all of that, the one piece of advice that I'd give every newer reefer in that twelve to twenty-four months mm-hmm. is recognize the difference between your peers and your mentors, right? Mm-hmm. And then decide which one you want to listen to. So like for me, I was listening to my peers. I was going to ask in a group and there was like, you know, 2,000 other people out there that were all in my You're... same space that I was in and they were giving me advice and I was giving them advice. And you all know these same amount of information. Yeah, and then like the mentors are like by definition rarer than the peers. Mm-hmm. Like it's a teacher in a class. And so, like, I've said this to people before. Mm. The experience that I had there was kind of like the classrooms running the class, and the teachers and mentors are hidden in between, right? That makes sense. You have to spend time trying to figure out who it is that in here, yeah. who in this, like, you know, uh, data mining thing is, like, actually the person I want to listen to. Right. So I made the mistake of listening to the people that were actually at the exact same point that I was at. Asking the same questions as me, <laughs> like maybe three months past me, right? Yeah. Where, where I really wanted to ask is like, you know, who ended up really being my mentor, like the David Griggers of the world, uh, who have been doing this for 10 years. And once, like, he came to my house and just said, dude, do it this way. Like, oh man, In 30 minutes changed everything about the way I do my whole Light tank. Bulb, yeah. And like, I spent probably like 3,000 hours getting to the point. That he could get me in 30 minutes, hmm. you know. Like, I mean, granted, I probably needed that experience to absorb that 30 minutes right, the right, right way, right. but like, I probably didn't need the whole thing. You know, <laughs> so that would be the piece of advice I give uh, everybody out there. That anybody is new, or even an older man, like, you know, uh, I would say once you've done all the knowledge, and hmm. now you look around and your group of peers are all people that are experiencing total, like, different kinds of awesome success. Well now, man, my peers are are, are the people that we, we can it, like leverage each other to right. do different types of success. Oh, yeah. But if I'm six months into this and I'm listening to other people six months into this, predictable nope. results. Yeah, <laughs> predictably mediocre. Uh, and you're going to succeed uh-huh. out of sheer willpower and luck. Uh, that Those is too. a two thing, right? Yep. So that would be my big, big, big thing. So uh, we're already over an hour, but we should take some questions. All right, we're going to take a few questions and we'll roll it up. I'm sorry we're taking up so much of your time already. We still got
1: 500 bucks to give away. Oh, let's do do the giveaway right right now.
0: now? And so uh, we don't make you wait anymore. But we'll answer some (laughs) questions right after that. So again, if you're a preferred reefer, uh, we'll give away either your wish list or uh, your last order order. in the last 30 days.
1: Last order, 30 days. You can find out how to be a preferred reefer anywhere on the site. It says earn points everywhere on the site. uh, so click on one of those links, go get signed up to Preferred Reefer. You can, you can give us uh, guys a call and find out, too. All
0: right, and Linton uh, Francius uh, from uh, Brooklyn, New York, uh, is bought in Trident from us, and oh, uh, it yeah. was a total of 600 bucks. We can get $500 of that back in reward points. You can go buy something else. And 90% off Trident. Yeah, 90% off, right, that's awesome. (laughs) All right, so answer some of these questions here. And by the way, if you'd like us to kind of switch over from this thing that we just did over to uh, the, uh, like, uh, hit that bell, random random stuff, then let us know. We'll do that. All right, so so
1: how how do you become a preferred reefer? We just answered that one. Oh, yeah, just there's
0: a link all over the website, on the product
1: page, footer, wherever you can be that. Gary Jensen. Hi, Ryan and Randy. I've had my 180 for three and a half years. I feel cold starting a reef is like starting uh the lawnmower for the first time in the spring i'm wondering how you plan to get corals thriving in you're gonna have to click on our screen so i can read the rest of that thriving in a 360.
0: oh how do i get corals thriving in 360. so hey this ain't my first rodeo man i've been doing this for 15 years right and so I am going to start this tank up super slow, man. I am not in a hurry. You're going to watch all kinds of stuff. Like we're going to see how we did our floors. You're going to see the construction work we did. We're going to see the power solutions each week. Mm. Like this is uh, designed to be a resource for anybody who wants to uh, uh, like spend a bunch of money and time and effort. They've hit this point in their hobby. And they're like, yeah, this is my yeah. most, most awesome thing I want to do my house. Right. i to do this. This is like a resource so you can like, watch me fail, watch me succeed, do whatever uh, whatever out of this. And so uh, I, w- I really wanna show all aspects of it. I really wanna actually highlight the failures the most, uh, cause I will have them, uh, and uh, how I like fix them and, and solve, so maybe hopefully all you guys can avoid. Uh, but, uh, I'm just not gonna be in a hurry here. So like yeah. this tank ain't gonna even have water, man. They probably gonna be in my house for three months, you know. Uh have water. I'm probably gonna have fish in it for uh, quite a while. And then I'm gonna start with uh, it's gonna have three viewing panes, right? And I like the need, there's like an internal need to get things so it looks good for you, right? Mm. So one pain that you walk in, it's gonna be euphilia and uh, like uh, you know moving yeah. LPS, so that I can get the tank looking pretty decent in a reasonable frame of time then probably another frame of it will be a different coral, and then on the other side will be SPS, right? Mm. And so you have to walk around, but you're going to see these little frags and stuff. There will probably be frags for a year plus, yeah. you know? And then two years down the road, it'll start to look like a real SPS tank. But, you know, what's going to fill the gaps for me will be the uh, like different approaches to the sides.
1: And guys, just so you know, he has committed to... Getting a frag, taking a picture, and writing its name down. Mm, for nice. so he's got this wall of pictures and the thing. So that way he doesn't walk up to his tank and say, "That's a pretty green one. That's pretty a pretty good, orange yeah. one." This I, is. I don't such get into such, the names such such.
0: Uh, like a lot of people do. I yeah. get into the, the the pets themselves, and I just uh, like. But yeah, I am gonna. I think it's I, this it. is a, the first time in my life where you're gonna cherry pick these corals. I want to become. I want to do this for a long time, man. Yeah. I'm really. I say ten years, but I really like to see this thing be up for decades. Yeah. Right. And so uh, I'm pretty committed to live here until my kids like leave for college, mm. so like, why not 20 years at least? And so what I'd like to do is become a collector, right? I don't yeah. need to get this thing up as fast as possible. I want to – I've done all of them, yeah. and I've had all the stuff, so I, I want to start collecting the pieces I want. I can trade them with friends yeah. or do whatever I want to do. but. Like, it isn't necessarily insta-tank. Uh, and so that's the answer to that is, yeah, three and a half years. Uh, and I will tell you that we've insta-tanked uh, many tanks, and there are, you know, road bumps a- in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, if you throw 8 million corals in all at once. So uh, I, there's risk to that. So I think what you'll see is, like, phases of yeah. uh, corals going in, and cool. that's how we'll manage that. Uh, 9 ninety nine right. from Glenn, Glenn uh, Rudolph. So thank you very much for uh, uh, buying some coffee. He and asked
1: stuff. Uh, how oh. much donation needed for a no hat episode?
0: Oh man! All right. I don't right. know, man. Maybe we'll just roll debate. that out. Yeah, one yeah. day. Maybe. Oh yeah, we, there was
1: a debate whether or not you were bald. Yeah, whether I out. had hair or not. There was some really cool Photoshop pictures of it, so yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, well, that's why I got locked well, for something. That was the craziest thing. I I, don't, know. I, I thought, thought it was super fun. I thought it was fun. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Marine aquariums. In 1991, we all uh, all we had was under gravel filters, and
0: they worked. You know what's funny? Actually, the first person I talked to about uh, saltwater aquariums and like, or at a store, and they're, like, yeah. and they're like, I mean, is this really hard? And they're like, it's actually easier than fresh water because you don't have all the equipment and filters involved you have to clean. Mm. The rock and sand filter the water for you, so you don't have to mess around with this underwater filter cleaning and stuff. And they're like, huh. Like I still like I, I don't know if I agree hundred <laughs> percent, but actually like there's like some some thought process that like I, mm-hmm. I've always wondered like uh, I, 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 one's always coming to my head like huh. is this really actually easier in some ways uh, uh, than certain types of freshwater corals ah. or freshwater tanks?
1: Uh, trucker Tammy got Randy's magna pass. Oh, <laughs> so there you hashtag go. #Hashtag souvenir. Right. So. Uh, well, there, then you're oh,
0: welcome. How do we get these Reef Chili figures? So, this is how you get this guy. It says Mr. Chili Rock Award. So, we give out awards that are uh, uh, little comment cards to all of the peers here at, at work and say, yeah. uh, hey, thank you for doing this certain thing. Awesome. You share our core <laughs> values. And, like, so we all get, and there's like hundreds of them He's every a traveling month. Traveling trophy. So, uh, if you get, like, not necessarily the most, but like the best ones, yeah. uh, you actually get this trophy. Who, who had the trophy this month? I don't remember. Oh, Dave went and got it. And I think it was Jim, actually, the production manager in the back. He's Uh, the one that gets the boxes out. If you got an order this month, it was because uh, him and his team got it out. So he got the award. And we've actually broken off this enough that we uh, had it printed and magnetized (laughs) now. Yeah, So, like, boom, we got smart. Uh, Yeah, so you have to actually work here and then be the best of 100 people to be able to put this on your desk for the month. Uh, But we thought we'd share it it over here. Bring Uh, it. Come on, let's see uh, it. There you go. We we loaned it from Jim. (laughs) All
1: right. All right. All right. Uh, have they showed the 360 tank yet? We have nope. not, because so- there Just won't be I don't think you're going to see it for a couple of months.
0: They're still building it, uh, but there's all kinds of infrastructure for this tank that has to happen before. Oh, we're talking floors right? Yeah. And... So if you're watching this series thinking you're going to see instant tank pop up, it's not, uh, it. it's not that's not this series. Yeah. This series is going to be the journey of setting up a 360 gallon yeah. tank, not rust, but done in the type of time that most people would take to do this, right? Builds up some suspense. So, yeah, I don't know, man, and like it brings the reality into the whole yeah. mix, right? They're, like this is and this isn't your 70-gallon tank that you put up in one week and put corals in it a month later, right? right? This is, well uh, thought out. you've been doing it's this for tank. 10, 5, 10, 15 years, whatever. Uh, you've been doing it for a while. If you're Randy, that you, you went from 40 to uh, 60 to 120 <laughs> to 1,000 inside of uh, six months. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, if, uh, uh, it won't be instant tank, man. Uh-huh. It's, we're going to learn all kinds of stuff, man. We're talking about like how to power generators, what to coat your floor with, you know, all kinds of stuff. That's
1: cool. All right. All right, uh, they should make a three-inch Mr. Chili figure that's also safe to put in the tank and then give them away for every order as a limited edition. That's pretty cool. I've
0: always, you know, though, here's the thing, man. I've always wanted to do that. But you know what is, like, would kill me? Is if I saw, like, a little hair algae, Mr. Chili, in everybody's tank. If he covered in algae, it would kill me. So I don't know. But we thought it was, yeah. they, they can get them going. Maybe we could get them, I've seen corals, like, 3D printed. Maybe we could get them so you, like, Frag zoanthids onto his head, GSP or something <laughs> yeah. on there. That'd be pretty cool. All right, uh,
1: Dexter had fun with uh, fun with us at Magna, especially the whole T-shirt throwing part. So hey, oh. it was great to see you there, Dexter. Yeah, we'll throw T-shirts on another one, I'm guaranteed. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Can you have? So, he says, so can you have more than two clowns in a tank? Go watch the Clown Harem series. It was you, lots of them. Yeah, yeah, there was like what thirty, so, forty. Yeah, of the them? answer is yes. yes. Go
0: find the information on how to do it. Not a simple yes or no. Uh, uh but you have to take a, an actual approach. The same thing with yep. tanks. like you can only have one tank, that is total crap. <laughs> uh, you can have all kinds of tanks if you do it correctly. right. Uh, so it's not about uh, can you or can't you, it's about how, right? Yep. Uh, so do the information research. Uh, uh,
1: setting up a new tank as well, uh, 230 gallon probably mainly LPS and softies, what is the best rec- uh, the best recommend bare bottom or sand? If sand, how much sand looking to have rasses, et cetera?
0: Okay, so uh, here's the deal, man. Uh, I won't have sand, I'll tell you right now. Uh, And it isn't because sand is bad, because it's actually good uh, in many cases. Uh, It's just I wanna have flow, and I don't wanna be trying to move the sand all over the place and whatnot. And There is absolutely some element to it. It's like an overflowing dirty kitty mm. litter box over time. They're like, not emptying it,
1: you know. I mean, there's a trade-off too. In that, okay, so you really want those rasses? Then make an environment that is suitable for those rasses, which means you probably have to have sand. Otherwise, uh, if you want bare bottom, you can't have both. So go bare bottom. But so there's some choices you have to make.
0: This is my take on it, and and like I believe this to be. Absolutely accurate. Uh, I don't say stuff like that very often. So mm. if you start the tank out bare bottom, you are going to have challenges in the first year. Oh, it yeah. is going to be less stable. You're probably going to see bacterial blooms. You're probably going to see like all kinds of problems in the first year. And then after that, it will be smooth sailing in ways that avoiding all kinds of other problems that people experience from that day on right yeah. uh because you don't have this sponge that's just sucking up all of the fish poop and the everything waste and everything just waiting for it to explode gets in your a tank. chance to actually go to you the know, filters yeah you hear people talk about old mysterious tank syndrome my tank just like died eight years in who knows that's i i truly believe it's correlated but this part that part i can't say for sure but uh, i will just say that if you have sand in the beginning, you'll probably avoid all kinds of those challenges in the first year. For that reason, I would not suggest this to a new reefer. Mm. New reefer, put sand in the tank, have success, learn and tweak from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you uh, are an experienced reefer, go into it knowing that you're going to have some challenges, aren't going to dump corals into it for the first year because of that, and... Uh, You're going to have an easier ride afterwards because you're not going to have to worry about trying to keep that clean and all the issues that could come from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, the second question is about the fish, right? Yeah. You can't have certain fish if you don't have sand. There's it's a fact. Yeah. So here's the deal. I just stopped having animals in the tank that don't match my maintenance desires. Okay. I will not have any more signal gobies because I'm not willing to feed them every day. You still want them. Not going to do it. Right? Yeah. There's all, I I love watching the shrimp goby pairs uh, go off. I'm not gonna do that in a tank that doesn't have sand.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I uh, enjoy actually engineer gobies that don't have sand. I'm not gonna put them in there. So uh, uh, I really love, I love lots of fish. I just not, don't match my maintenance desires. And if you're not gonna take care of them properly, then don't do it. I would say, if you can say going into it, I really want this fish, but I really don't wanna do the work. Don't get the fish. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Uh, So uh, you're going to have to, you know, play around with that for uh, uh, yourself, man. But uh, uh, somewhere in that mix, you'll find out, you know, like, am I willing to do this? Do I like the benefits? Because there's lots of fish in there that don't have that problem that you'll also like, Mm -hmm. you know, and just live within that box or don't and put the sand in.
1: Yeah. Uh, A few more questions to get here, and I've got to get back to work. (laughs) All right. (laughs) When is the tank set to arrive at the house from Brightwell?
0: So uh, the oh, I think that tank is going to arrive in like three months. Okay. Right. I, I don't know. It might be two and a half months. He or was
1: something. over at uh Felix was in Macnet talking oh, yep. about it, yep. telling me that you can't make any more trades. I know.
0: I already <laughs> poor Felix. I already like made a change. And he had to like essentially dump all the glass and start Oof, over again. Okay. Uh, so I can't do that too more. anymore. Uh, so what's the best time to introduce our quarantine fishes to the tank? I've heard all different ways. Uh, what uh, what's the bulk reef way? So right now for me, uh, this is the best way I can describe it, is you probably didn't realize it when you're doing it because mm. I didn't do it. Yeah, I don't buy dogs and cats from dogs and, uh, and cat puppy mills and that's essentially where a lot of us are buying it from. Mm-hmm. The cheapest possible way to get uh, uh, fish, right? Uh, that is what we're doing in, in most cases. And that's what I did for e- eons. I was mm-hmm. buying them
1: online for wherever. I purposely sought out sick fish because I could get a discount on get them. A discount. But I could also, like, try, to try right. my hand at reviving them. But that's me. So now
0: I, I uh, had uh, uh, two Pomeranians at one point in time. My wife had uh, uh, I gone into that relationship. There's two already there. But two of them, and one of them was from a breeder. Mm-hmm. One of them was from the pet store. The one that was from the pet store cost half as much, but cost us, like, five grand more in vet vet bills over the course of its life, right? It was not cheaper, right? Uh, But any stretch of the imagination. Uh, And so, like, I'd say the same thing here. If I put a fish in that gets everybody else sick and they die, it was not cheaper in any stretch of the imagination. I killed my pets that I cared for as well. So now uh, the only thing I do is I I find resources that I trust, I should stop saying this because I'm not gonna be, he's not gonna be able to keep up with uh, the demand or my desires for fishing, (laughs) but um, uh, Elliot over at MarineCollectors.com is a guy I go to, he goes out, picks out healthy fish from the sea of fish out there, then quarantines them proactively uh, and Hmm. medicates and treats them like they had the disease to make sure that you don't get it and then ships them to you healthy, right? so that is the best way in my opinion because most of the ways to quarantine fish at home uh is best left to uh the veterinarians of the world almost like you are going to kill a lot of fish along the way as you learn how to do this properly uh and so either you can become a fish breeder yourself uh and uh you know learn all the tricks of the trade or you can just buy from like a a renowned uh, fish uh, breeder in this case but like, I buy my dogs and my cats from people that I trust, you know, mm. take care of the animals uh, and are breeding them with other not inbred animals and, like, going to get me a healthy pet that's healthy for my uh, my family. Fish I'm, are no exception. I'm not doing it because uh, I'm trying to save money, but I am, in the end, going to save money uh, this way versus getting, you know, the the puppy mill fit uh, our, our puppy mill puppies so yeah uh, I, that's be really my best advice outside that uh, we'll actually have uh, Elliot here for a live cool. uh, on quarantine fish when we get to quarantining for this tank so you'll be able to ask him questions for an hour we'll, we'll sure do an episode hit that one yeah yeah so if, if you want to make sure you hit the bell or subscribe or whatnot if you're watching this you probably did but <laughs> uh, yeah he will uh, he'll be here for an hour telling you exactly how to do it but we'll also do an episode prior telling you how we're going to do it for the tank. So there'll be a better explanation in, in full for that. Cool. All right, two uh, more, and then we'll call this. It
1: a couple more. So uh, hi, Ray Randy. Forums are great, but what books are in your personal libraries? Uh, actually, this in today's you. video,
0: uh, you can actually see all of my favorite
1: books. Is it today's?
0: Yeah, today's was out. Oh, okay. And so some frame in there shows you some of the books. Oh, yeah. So you got any books? Uh, no. Okay, I am a hundred percent online learner and
1: forums and everything else.
0: So that shows you how old I am. Is uh, when I started, uh, like they didn't have YouTube and stuff <laughs> like that. So like YouTube didn't even exist. So I had to go to books. Uh, but I'll tell you, Julian Sprung's Volume Three taught me everything I needed to know about equipment. Gave me the baseline mm. for for everything. Yeah. I uh, read Kelfo's book on propagation. It's a little scatterbrained all over the place, but there's tons and tons and tons and tons of information that was inside that thing. Uh, uh, I gotta tell you the water fundamentals book that we read oh, as you. part of becoming W water quality yeah. certification for building RO systems and whatnot. That was the first one. So you see it in the video there. It's uh, water fundamentals or whatever. Once you understand how water works, you understand how the entire tank works. So it has nothing is it like it's about water softeners and RO and all that stuff. Yeah. But once you understand water, mm. you'll understand everything else actually. So uh, that was a big one for me. Uh, uh, the uh, I don't know, man. Like, There's a bunch of uh, like coral-specific books uh, that uh, are in there, so I don't know. Yeah. I'd
1: go to Nick's desk to use his coral identification book. That's about the only book Yeah, I after I reference. saw that, I
0: had to go buy three of myself. Yeah. Most of these are out of print, actually, so they're actually pretty expensive to find huh. now. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, there you go. OK, uh, one more here. Can, let's take that one. Uh, can you take the sand out of your tank? I'm gonna
0: tell you right now, I would not do that. Uh, this tank here, if you can see behind it, uh, actually you can see that it's still being stressed out from mm-hmm. the transition from uh, going away from Triton and digging all the sand out to yeah. make it a bare thought we bottom. We did it slow too. We did it super slow and there uh, like is bad and we actually ran the Triton chemicals for a long time after that and water changes. Yep. Only recently went over to the calcium reactor. Mm-hmm. So it was just taking the sand out and it like caused so many destabilization events in this tank, and so you can see right behind us. Like this tank is not as nice as it's been in, in the past. I guarantee that uh, it, you know the tanks sometimes are citrical, oh, yeah. and uh, we will get it back to where it was. But like, I, as a general piece of advice, uh, you can do it. People have done it, and people have been successful with it, and then people haven't. Yeah. Uh, and so in this case. I would say it's a big risk. So look at how much uh, money you got invested and time and effort and your soul tied up in this tank and decide whether or not that risk is worth the benefit of taking it out. In our case, these are experiment tanks. And so mm-hmm. the ability for me to do that and now tell this story was worth it enough, yeah. right? Uh, and so like almost every tank that we set up into some degree, except for the home tank, the tank in my house is no longer, no experiment. Yeah. But most of the other tanks here is like, all right, let's set this thing up, do it the best we can, and then let people watch and we'll share what happens, right? And in this case, taking the sand out, so many destabilization events, uh, uh, I think finally now we're like turning the corner on Mm. it and uh, we'll probably replace a couple of the corals that didn't make it. And I bet you in a year, man, it'll be better than it's ever been. I think so. All right, cool. Cool. Well thank you Two for hours. joining us today. Was it no, that long? It was an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Thank you for uh, 90 minutes of your time. Was, I don't know,
1: that was fun for me. It was a good conversation. So
0: hopefully you guys got a bit a little bit better uh, you know picture into uh, who Randy and I and why we were doing this. Next week is all about the uh, journey of the professional journey. Where did BRS uh, come from? Bulk We Supply. Uh-huh. Where did uh, BRS TV come from and how did it evolve into what it is? So I hope you join it. There's probably a link they will be like right here somewhere. Uh and it will tell you how to get to the playlist. They'll have that in or subscribe to it or whatnot. Uh, So hit that link and uh, we'll see you next week.